0: To screening in Kingston, uh, a very special episode of Screening in Kingston because we're finally getting to movie news that some of you have wanted us to talk about. We're finally going to talk about it. Um, we're letting our fans once again lead this week's episode. But Taylor, we're going to dive into what are these wacky celebrities up to?
1: <laughs> That's the million-dollar question, isn't it, Mike?
0: <laughs> and by the end of today, we'll have an answer. And my hope is we can move on <laughs> and, we can, and we can never do this again, except for not a great plan. Like this is kind of the, the bringing back not a great plan um, as movie headlines and movie news kind of start to return to more or less normal, or at least there seems to be more activity than there's been the past couple of years. We can bring not a great plan back whenever we want, but this is its triumphant return as we talk yes. about all the, the cool stuff going on in the world of movies. Some of it I'm sure will be positive, Some of it will be negative. The fans have asked us to watch a lot of YouTube. So we'll kind of see where that goes today.
1: Okay, let's get into it.
0: Fan question number one. We're going to kick things right off with Justine. Uh, And Justine would like to know, have either of you ever watched anything from Russell Brand on YouTube? Not too sure when he did it, but he launched his own YouTube channel, and he seems to dive into movie news. He covered a bit of the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, or at least that's the videos that I've seen him do. But he seems to just talk about life and other things. I was wondering if you could both check it out and let me know your thoughts on Russell Brand starting his own YouTube channel. So that comes from Dusty. Uh, we did this one. We got in advance. I will warn the other person who wrote in. We, we only got your second YouTube email this morning. So this one, we got some advance notice. So Taylor, I, I texted you and said, you, you better check out Russell Brand on YouTube. because so we're going to talk about it. Um, so did you check him out?
1: <laughs> well, I was already in bed when you uh, texted me that because I'm an old person. Um, but you graciously pushed our recording time back and I was able to watch two of his videos. One Excellent. of them was about what they're calling poop gate so about the ah. Amber and Johnny Depp um, <laughs> yeah. trial and then yeah. I watched uh one he put out yesterday about um Bush having kind of that Freudian slip saying the Iraq war instead of uh, Ukraine war so mm. um I think like whatever like he <laughs> I, mean, I was I kind of had to look up his education to be like is he qualified to be pre- Providing like political commentary, and then I realized like how is what he does any different than what Mike and I do on air? Every
0: totally. Week?
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> totally. Like, so I was like, okay, never mind. Like, throw that out, and I'm like, he could read books. I don't know, right? Like, <laughs> he,
0: there were moments in watching it where I was like, Taylor and I have done this.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like exactly. Being yeah. like, uh, this is our opinion, and let's just run with it. So I think. Um, I, I have, I, I, he's been doing this for a long time, like providing like uh, political and cultural commentary. As far as I know, I've personally never watched it. Mm. Uh, this was the first time these two videos, I think he has interesting things to say. And again, yeah, I really can't critique in any meaningful way because we literally do the exact same thing. The difference is we don't, we try to avoid political topics. So I'm like, okay. And like a lot of the things he said, like resonated with me, like I, um, if I was looking for political commentary, I may go to his channel, but like, I'm not a news hound. So it's not necessarily my cup of tea. Like if I'm watching YouTube, it's to watch like Bailey Sarian talk about murder mysteries and like put on makeup. Like I'm not, (laughs) I'm not one of those people looking for cultural commentary, but it certainly was interesting. The two videos I watched, and like I said, like I don't think he's off his rocker. Like without giving too much of my political ideas away. Like I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that that checks out. So
0: M- more I was of what intrigued. Saying made sense than I thought. Like yes. when I watched, I, I haven't <laughs> seen. I didn't even know he had a YouTube channel. So I watched snippets from as many videos as I could. Um, and yeah, I was definitely shocked. That it would seem more often than not, he said something, and I'm like, "Oh, that makes sense." Actually. It doesn't like sound that, like an
1: idiot.
0: No, that like that logically kind of tracks, and that uh, kind of makes sense, and that seems somewhat educated, or at least somewhat informed, or or at least logical. Like that's the one thing that I was surprised about. It was a pretty grounded channel. Like it's grounded in like logic and what makes sense to if you just like sit down and think about it um, which was surprising yeah um, I mean' I've, I've always found Russell brand to be to be funny but seemed more goofy and and all over the place than anything else um I've I don't know never
1: like, seen I've never seen any of his stand up so like
0: it's all over the place. Like it's goofy and it's crazy. Right. It's all like, it's just, you know, and he does, he's always been someone who isn't afraid to talk about or make co- like political comments or whatever. Um. But it definitely, I don't know. It was my own sort of bias towards him and who I thought he was, was kind of defeated Um. by it. Like it was, it was You learned something new. Yeah, Mike. I did. Your, yeah.
1: your horizons were broadened.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So it was. It was interesting. Um, and I don't think, like, I I don't think these things are necessarily bad or negative or like shouldn't happen. Like, oh, celebrities shouldn't shouldn't do this or should stay in their lane or what have you. If you have a a, a platform and you want to use it to bring some sense to the world to speak to people to educate to whatever i I don't think there's a problem with that it's it's again it's when the wrong people get a hold of these tools and use them for bad reasons that they become bad youtube can be a very 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 positive thing um so yeah he he, he's not doing a bad job (laughs) like he seems to be he seems to be doing it so good for him i guess
1: and he was like his, he's pretty gentle in a, in the sense that he's pretty clear saying, like, this is my opinion. Like, if, you know, if you don't agree with me, like, put it in the comments. Whereas, like, some YouTube channels are like, this is, like, the Bible truth. You know what I mean? Like, take it or leave it. He, like, really looks... It, I got this sense he's open to intellectual discussion. And you know what, Mike? Like, celebrities are human. They're allowed to have interests outside of acting. Of course. So, like, why can't he comment on these things?
0: Yeah. Like, I absolutely. don't,
1: I guess I don't think that that's weird. I guess I it's, just was, yeah. like, at first I was, like, where does he, like, how is he forming his opinions? Like, mm-hmm. I, the way he was talking, I thought, oh, he must have, like, a political science degree. But, no, he doesn't. <laughs> his he education seems, is, his yeah. education's in, like, drama school. <laughs> yeah, like, he whatever. seems
0: more well But, again, you're right. Like, maybe he reads a lot. Maybe he's just well white- yeah directed. He seems like he's relatively intelligent. No, I, I think we put celebrities in a certain category of, like, they can't do these certain things. Um, and, I, I mean, it comes back to everything, to me, tracks back to how people treat each other in high school, okay? That's where it goes from here. Where, like, yeah, you don't really necessarily want the drama kid or the, the quarterback of the football team to, to be, like, you know, making all the big decisions. They're, they're generally not the valedictorian, right? So I think we just think that people can't do multiple things but Russell Brand could just be a very intelligent person who chose a career in acting cuz he loved it. So, I and mean, also has
1: this interesting cultural criticism. Why not? Yeah. And <laughs> not? uh like cool. Cool. Yeah, so I don't know. Like again, will I will I watch more of it? Probably not only because that's not really the content that I typically watch, but like it, you know, it it was interesting and yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. So, keep doing what you're doing, Russell Brand. And I this will be my final comment about it. What he's doing to me, like in my personal opinion, what he's doing seems more authentic than when people get up at a Oscar at the Oscars and use their speech to like to like project their political agenda. And then it's, like, radio silence, if that makes sense. Like, you never hear them, like, engage with politics or, like, cultural criticism aside from when they, like, when they receive their Oscar or whatever. Whereas the sense I get is he puts out a video every day. Mm -hmm. So, like, this Mm -hmm. is his lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like, he's actively engaged. Like, um, it wasn't preachy. Like, it wasn't... So anyways, uh, to me, it's, he seems very authentic and it it didn't rub me the wrong way. Whereas sometimes, you know, um, and people might disagree with me on this, but you know, sometimes when the Oscars like have their, like their moments for like social political criticism and it's like, where do you guys get off? Like, I think that's the difference about Mike, where you were saying, um, how sometimes we say actors need to stay in their lane, um, it's like when things like that happen at the Oscars, where I'm like, ugh, stay in your lane. Like, this is an award show. This is it. <laughs> Whereas, like, the, that seems to be his, I guess you could say, hobby, like providing cultural uh, critique. So, anyways, that's just my impression. He came off as very authentic and genuine. So, it didn't rub me the wrong way or anything.
0: Uh, speaking of celebrities doing their own thing, uh, another, <laughs> this, so this is the YouTube. We'll it's rubbing us doing.
1: the wrong way. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's, let's, let's talk about some other, another person's YouTube channel, uh, which is a little less political, politically driven. Uh, so this question, um, comes from Sarah who says, uh, I would be really interested to know your thoughts about celebrities like Brie Larson, who started her own YouTube channel. What do you think of this type of thing for celebrities? Have you ever checked out her channel? So, um, that comes from Sarah uh this one we did get this morning so we didn't really have time to look at it but like i so i've got it open taylor and i thought i would read to you the video titles
1: okay of her her
0: her most recent videos uh and then we could discuss uh so her most recent video so these are
1: wait just just before you go mike these will truly be hot takes because we haven't watched a single video yeah i I, just gotta preference
0: that (laughs) I watched about 32 seconds of one video and saw enough <laughs> so to, to form an opinion. So, so here, here are her are video titles. Burgers, Beach, and Buns, Van Life Vlog. Charcuterie Board plus Q&A. Learn how to, I learned how to compost. Get me ready. For fresh-faced and shoot ready. How I'm prioritizing myself in 2022. My 2022 workout goals. Hi, YouTube. I'm back. Our one year together and what comes next? My YouTube blo- blooper reel joining the van life movement. So those are her most, what, 10, 10 most recent videos. Uh, only gets only gets better from there. Um, so this is this <laughs> what I said. Having watched 30 seconds of the video and also having looked through her entire inventory, half of the video... Are workout videos. The other half are those sort of mixed mashy things. And blogs, Taylor, like video blogs. Yeah, video vlogs. Like, and sometimes yeah. she interviews people. But a lot of it th- seems to be very thematically about herself, which you know that's that's fine. But you know, in, in Bo Burnham's uh YouTube thing, or the, ins- or the White Girl Instagram. White girl's Instagram, <laughs> that is her YouTube channel. <laughs> like the jokes are right there like it, it almost like word for word what he describes are are her uh videos and and I let a couple like auto play like I you know how you like can scroll over yeah. and sometimes it'll play just to like see some images and stuff and yeah it's that is that is um what it is like thir- 39 ways to calm down is <laughs> is the name of a video like it's things like well, that where it's like
1: learn to compost
0: <laughs> learn, yeah I learned to <laughs> compost today like, where I'm just like Like, if I was on her like publicity team or like in in any way connected to her, I would be like, Brie, you're not helping yourself.
1: It's pretty corny. So it's pretty corny when you were like (laughs) when you were describing the the, reading the titles. I thought that could be any YouTube channel. You know what I mean? But like, what is different is that she's so so like. (laughs) Uh, listeners Mike like told me about this question right before we were going to record and I my first my first hot take was oh well that's weird (laughs) like weird that this celebrity is like doing these vlogs and then Mike went well is it why is it weird is it just weird because she's a celebrity and it's like yeah yeah like yeah it's
0: the only reason why it's weird (laughs) because anyone else this would be just their, their Instagram, their YouTube. Yep. Right? It would just be that. Yeah.
1: Like any, I guess, I don't know what millennials consider it anymore, but any like mid twenties to mid thirty, like that mm-hmm. age bracket, like, yep. Learning how to compost 33 ways to calm down.
0: I made healthy sugar cookies without a recipe. <laughs> um, that's I'm just reading through it. Like I made a song for your hopes for 2021. Right, yes. Like it's, it's, these are things.
1: You would think um, that she's like an, uh, an aspiring influencer, but it's like, mm-hmm. no, you're like a multi-million dollar
0: She has actress. so much money and so much work. Like she, she gets work all the time. Like she's in things all the time. So why, why, like this must be a passion project because why else would you do this? Like I was you, thinking. She doesn't like, need the money.
1: Just like, um. You know, Russell Brand's hobby is political and cultural mm-hmm. criticism. Brie Larson's is white girl Instagram YouTube videos.
0: Uh, there yeah, you like, go. but but will it air fry taste test parts one and two? Right, like that's her thing. She just wants to air fry things and taste them. I think and like, record herself doing it.
1: What is I guess um, we live in a culture where we make ourselves like so accessible to everyone in the sense that like we instagram our whole lives you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and so i'm like okay like is this a whereas celebrities try to keep more of a private life you know what i mean like they don't always give us full access into their lives like the kardashians do but that i would say that's still not the norm for for actors and celebrities so i'm wondering like is it a publicity stunt in the sense that they're giving the fans like full access to her life or is she just a 30? So se- how old is Brie Larson? Like
0: she's in her early thirties. Like she's yeah. pretty young.
1: Yeah. She's probably my age. So like, is she just like a 30 something white, like a 30 something girl, woman, young woman. i are to <laughs> say
0: a 30, a 30 something white girl. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, so cool. but, like, why do you keep calling her white? It's, it it's a cultural phenomenon of what she's doing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. very oh, for sure. And it's a,
0: it's and you're ma- um, like you're you're just making a joke. Like it's yes. she's thirty three. Okay. FYI, yes. she's okay. thirty three.
1: So so it's like okay, is she? Because that's some of the critique around um, Britney Spears's Instagram, where mm-hmm. they're like, oh, like some people are like, clearly she's unhinged. Like her comments are so wild, and then other people are like. No, she's just a mom from the south. Like that's how mm-hmm. that's how her age group from where she grew up, like her cultural, you know, like culturally and geographically, that's how moms are from where she's from. So like is Brie just being like living the culture of her you know what I mean? Like
0: <laughs> if she was not a star, if she was not in movies, if she was not an actor, this would not be this anything. This would special. not be anything special. This would be another 30-something who wants to be an influencer has a YouTube channel. End of story. Um, But yeah, it, it just comes off, I think, very strange because it's her. And even watching the video, I will say, it was weird. Like, it was a little, watching the 30 seconds, like, this is very strange. Um, My also question, because I was watching like her workout routine, I was like, this seems more private.
1: That to that me, that. that to me seems, uh, <laughs> the oddest, the oddest yeah. part because like, like. she's in a
0: bathing suit, like doing like her morning work at it. it was, I clicked yeah. on the video that had the most views. It's like, okay, what well, was like the most popular video? And it's that one. And I was like, this seems like private. Like, this seems like I shouldn't be watching this.
1: Well, Which I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I know we're a family friendly show and I'm going to, um, take a risk, take a gamble. But having, like, to me, when you told me, like, oh, like, workouts and bikinis, in my mind, I'm like, that's borderline pornographic. And as, like, a celebrity, do you really want, like, your male fans and maybe your female fans, like, ogling you while you're working out? Like, that, to me, is the weirdest part.
0: Well, and there's something to be said to that because one of the things that working in social media for so long that I learned is that there are three? There are three like social media cheats where if you if you take a picture and post it on Instagram of one of these three things, you will get the most likes and and right. interactions. And it's babies, dogs, and bikinis. I oh, call yeah. it BBD: babies, bikinis, <laughs> dogs. Um, where that the three things you could just cheat and post that, and you'll get a lot of views. And it's not like like I'm not I'm not saying that like babies and dogs is anything wrong with them, but like. Or even Bikini Center, I'm not saying there's anything wrong, but it's it's fake. It's all the, like, cer- a certain factor, like the cuteness factor. Or it's just the things that do well. And I'm looking at her, like, top videos, and they're all her workout videos.
1: Well, yeah, because... So here's my question. Is she teaching you how to do the workout, or are you literally just watching her workout?
0: From the morning routine, she is talking through what she's doing she hasn't like given instruction on the proper way to do it she's talking through what she does and she's showing you what she does so there is a little bit of that like i'm showing you it but she's not like explaining how to do it Um, she's just saying okay then i would do like a, you know i would do this particular lunge and i was taught to do this and that's what i'm doing so there is a bit of a educational side to it because I, I imagine some people could watch it and repeat what she's doing.
1: That's my like I like I myself have watched like workout YouTubes but to like learn the routine. So I guess it's all about intention. Like why mm-hmm. are people watching those?
0: Videos? Yeah, and the intention know. could be different. You're 100% yeah. right. The intention could be different. We could be being too cynical. Um, it's just patterns, patterns exist and numbers exist. And that's the thing that I actually love about the work that I do is I love finding the patterns and you can't help, but notice that let's say you're trying to sell a product or you're trying to like do something on your Instagram or promote something, a dog, a baby or a bikini are going to get you the most engagements, but they're not going to sell your product. So is it worth it? Is it real? Does it exist? Whatever. If people are watching it with the intention of, oh, I'm going to learn Brie Larson's in really good shape. I want to learn what she does, and I'm gonna, you know, watch the video every morning, which is why it has over a million views, and do her morning routine. There's nothing like, wrong with that. that like, that's totally acceptable. That, like, that's makes, totally
1: fine in my mind. that to me isn't weird, but like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just. Thinking but you're right. Like, like there, there, are, dogs, dogs, yeah, no, Larson, Larson. there friend, are other. Yeah, no, that's true. It's true. And there are other. Yeah.
0: Love there her. are other reasons why I'm <laughs> sure people will watch those things. And it's the same with Instagram. It's the same with anything. Like, you can't be naive. There's always going to be some people out there. But maybe Brie Larson has a fan base that if the majority of your fans want to see a certain type of video, you, of course, will continue to make those videos. Like, that's just smart marketing. And that's full,
1: marketing. full disclosure, I have no idea who's, like, a Brie Larson fan. <laughs>
0: Like, no, I, know, I, actually. I know
1: she's <laughs> talented or whatever, but,
0: like... My impression is a lot of people don't like her, actually.
1: Oh, and maybe... I, again, like, then why is she making... To, like, make people like her? But you know what? When you, you said, oh, she's not helping herself, it is kind of no, like that know. person you went to high school with who wants to become an influencer, and you're kind of like, oh, they're posting again. That was kind of the sense I got when you were reading off the... <laughs> reading off the titles so i don't know i really i really don't know i just i I will go back to my original comment my first hot take weird it's weird
0: yeah, and I and I do I will I will watch a video or two and just let everyone know if my opinion on that changes because I am making like very surface judgments based on like what I'm seeing. And I, I haven't just, seen I've the workout seen, videos,
1: so I have no idea.
0: <laughs> I've seen enough people's YouTubes and Instagram to have seen nothing here that is newer or different. Right. Like it's not it's the, it is the polar opposite of Russell brands. Like it's not I don't think there's anything here that is is anything more than these are things in my life. I'm going to share my life with you because I, I want to. Um, and that's that's it. Like,
1: I don't know. Like, is 30, 30, 39
0: ways to calm down. I don't know.
1: Is she funny in her videos?
0: Not the one I was watching. But again, like I <laughs> don't know. Like she's just doing her like, morning routine. Like she's a little, ton- like she's trying to be a little tongue in cheek. Like she's not, she wasn't being like super uber thin serious but she was walking you through her morning routine she was kind of being light-hearted about it but i wouldn't say it was like funny where she was trying to like
1: she was, funny. she was she was being just, serious like this is my morning routine
0: <laughs> this is my morning routine this is what i do this is what i find helps she's in very good shape and she has to be because of of captain marvel that's the whole reason like most of her videos she talks about how she's getting in shape to to do more captain marvel um i guess so she's a gamer and there are some game videos in here which also seem to do relatively well like she did a live stream yeah that checks out
1: i can i know lots like that's like a subset of youtube people love watching videos uh video game streams but again like if that's your niche i don't my mind wouldn't automatically go to brie larson you would go no
0: no but i'll tell you this i will tell you this though like i'm a so i'm not a big 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 gamer but i'm a massive star trek fan if Brie Larson was like, I'm going to live stream myself watching this episode of Star Trek, I would watch it. I guess. I would. I would be like, oh, this is a celebrity who I know who's going to watch a thing that I love. So I'm going to go watch her watch it because I want to see what her reactions are. So I could understand why gamers being like, Brie Larson's a gamer? I'm going to watch her play this. Like, I could see that.
1: I guess because, like, people know her from Marvel or whatever. Because, like, again, Mm. like, I would only do that if I was like really into the actor, or the actress, and like Brie Larson is kind of like a blip on my radar. So yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think again, it comes back to like who's her audience, like who's her fan base. You know, I have no idea. Will I be watching any go. of these videos? No. <laughs>
0: um, <well>, way, <wait>, <laughs> There you go. Well, so that's our that's our uh, that's our dive into YouTube. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Josh, the Inquisitor. Um, says, do you think there is a universal point of no return for an actor slash actress, uh, behavior to cause them to be shunned by Hollywood or is it unique to each situation? Oh, okay. So he's asking if there, if we think there is a particular point of no return, right. that there's a line that people get crossed. How many,
1: how many people will Ezra Miller assault before they get cut from all those franchises, essentially I, is the question, I think, right?
0: Like, I think this day and age, more or less, it's it's one thing that usually will cause things to go in a negative spiral. With that being said, depending upon what it is, we have more patience as a society and Hollywood has more patience for certain things over certain others, whether that's right or wrong. I think like morally, we also all have to like make that decision for ourselves. Um, I'm sure there's things for you, Taylor. And there's definitely things for me where I'm like, I don't mind this thing, but when this thing happens, it gets, it makes. Yeah. Um, everyone so has that their, the yeah.
1: everyone has their like moral threshold. I yeah. Like as a
0: society, right? Like think about who's done, like completely done. Kevin Hardy Spacey. Weinstein, Kevin Spacey. Uh, maybe Bill Cosby, though he's, yeah, you know, I think he's going on tour. Um, but it's that, it, that's the level where we're like, done, finish with you, don't want you around, there you go. Um, but then there's other people who do get second or third opportunities or passes for whatever uh, reason. Sometimes good, sometimes bad.
1: I think in the last five to 10 years, anything involving sexual abuse, ob- like, uh, multiple accusations of sexual abuse. And if the individual denies it and like goes to a court case and adamantly says they're innocent, even though there's like overwhelming evidence and the court of public opinion has already uh, uh, you know found them guilty, I think um, that's the like the no-go. So like when you think of the common denominator between Bill Crosby, Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weinstein, those are all sort of uh, sexually related. They all are, like, accusations of sexual assault or or rape or abuse. And all three of them have adamantly denied that it was assault or abuse. I'm pretty sure even with Kevin Spacey. Like, I know for certain Harvey Weinstein said, like, no, I'm not guilty. Um, Bill Crosby has said he's not guilty. And I'm fairly certain Kevin Spacey has said he hasn't done those things. So, like, and those, they're all dead in the water. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they may very well, like we've talked about this on the show before that Hollywood has sort of a short memory. So um, that's not to say that like 10 years from now, things might be different, but like as of the current climate. So I think that's why, um, because in the last couple news cycles, we haven't had, we haven't brought this up on the show, but Ezra Miller um, was arrested again from the last time we've last talked about them. And
0: not still in Hawaii though. I'm right? pretty sure or, in Hawaii. What no, are they still doing in Hawaii? That's Get the, out. I would love <laughs> of to know. Hawaii.
1: But like the headlines, like when you read then about okay, so um, it was another assault. He's been arrested. Uh, they've been arrested again. Um, it's still not clear whether he's been booted from his franchises. But I think that yeah, if unclear. he, if they. Yeah if these crimes were more of a sexual nature that like the studios would have dropped them like immediately because in yeah. this day and age, uh, sexual violence after me too, like is not allowed. Um, Although, <laughs> you know, like I, I think there has to be an element of repeated offense because there are actors that have been accused of, sort of indecent behavior, sexual assault, rape in the past, but they're still allowed to act. It's kind of like, you know, it's a line on their Wikipedia page. We don't really talk about it. So uh, Rob Lowe was uh, tried in, I think, the 80s for, like, statutory rape. But, like, we conveniently forget that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like uh i think if that was to happen today he he wouldn't be acting but because it happened in the past he hasn't been accused as as far as i know he doesn't have like a history of accusations against him he he's gotten kind of an okay you know he's allowed to still keep doing what he's doing so i think to me that's the no-go for hollywood is it is the assault sexually motivated and have you done it multiple times and are you denying it? I think like, I, I, maybe I'm jaded, but I think that if um, if the uh, perpetrator would come clean publicly, Hollywood would be much more generous towards them. That's my own personal hot take. That if there was a si- show of remorse, things would be different. But the big it's, head... It's so
0: interesting. To me, to hear you sort of describe all that and to be like, yeah, like I never, I've never even heard of that. Like that's not even in, people don't talk about it. Like I've never even heard of, of that happening with, with Rob Lowe. And it's just, it seems so arbitrary what the general public or media bodies or people on social media, like whoever, like I'm just going to say, just going to loop everyone into the general public will choose to be upset about and this is the type of thing that has annoyed me ever since I became aware of like the world. You know, how, like when you're younger, you're just not aware of things. The, the thing that has constantly annoyed me since becoming somewhat self-aware has been people like contradicting themselves in their beliefs, behaviors and opinions. And I had so much conflict in my life generated by me having a somewhat consistent base of, of judging things. And then it's just like less unacceptable either. Like there has to always be multiple things and this, that, and the other. And it just seems very arbitrary of like, well, like, and I'm I'm sorry if this is going to sound rude, but it's, it's unfortunately true. The hot thing is the thing that we're all going to talk about. The thing that's really interesting to talk about right now, we're going to be outraged about that. And then a month from now or a year from now, it's going to change something else. It's going to become the next thing. And I don't think that that's fair to the the severity of all these things that we're talking about to just be like, oh it's not really it's not really interesting anymore. Let's move on. And I don't think it's hundred percent media fault. Like I think as a society we have to take some blame there for that. Well, well that's, that's the that's
1: the short memory, right? Like everything's yeah. on the news everything's yeah. on a news cycle.
0: Everything's on so, a cycle. So
1: um, yeah. yeah I mean um, I would try to think when you were reading the question I was trying to think like okay what are some of the recent scandals and like Aside from kind of sexual assault or rape, um, even I would, and you know, maybe people will come for me for this, and maybe they don't agree. But I would say you could even say like racist things as an actor, um, or like a homophobic thing or a transphobic, and you would still have a career. It oh, really sure, has to be all it you really, have to do. <laughs> it really has to be about like multiple rapes because yeah, um, for sure, like. And like people, like a lot of comedians are like, boo-hoo, we can't make the jokes we used to make. No, you still make the jokes you make and you haven't you still have a career. Whereas so like I don't know, I don't think culture has turned in such a way. Like maybe you won't get booked for that award show, but like come next year you probably will. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just wait a
0: year and you'll be back.
1: (laughs) Like that to me is like that's like a yellow light, right? Like that kind of scandal. Oh, he, you know, he said an off-color remark. Um, but again, like, if he was joking about rape, I don't think it's quite the same. So that's that's why, like, if no, you go it, through the I think, cycle. Yeah,
0: yeah. It seems to be that you're 100. It seems to be that's the case right now. And it's funny that you mention all those things that celebrities, like, do and it happens. All they have to do, really, is apologize for it the next yeah. day and then they're fine. That's all they have to do. Go that's to all rehab. I do. That's all, and, then,
1: and I'm not saying that's go, right. I'm not saying. No, like,
0: I'm, you're saying that's the way society is. <laughs> that's the and way no, it is. no, no. I understand that. I, in that's Hollywood. That's why I'm pointing in it out in this way. In Hollywood, all you have to do is be like, yeah, uh, I did those things. Uh, I apologize for saying, for using that language. I'm going to rehab tomorrow. I, and they like, do it again. Oh, I, you know, I'm struggling. I'm struggling here. So I'm sorry that I, I did that thing again.
1: I really do feel that the whole Will Smith thing will blow over.
0: Oh, it will. Yeah. Even no, I don't that, think that thing your band's going to stay. I honestly don't think so. Uh,
1: I, Yeah. Especially because of his reputation before. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I'm not saying any of this is right or, you know, I just, <laughs> Hollywood is a, di- it's called Holly weird for a reason, you know? For a reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but again, it,
0: I think, I do think it is the lens of society as well. Like I see it, I see it in other areas as well. Like I don't think Hollywood is so different. Than the rest of us, I just think it's so much more attention gets drawn there, and everything's so much bigger. Um, but yeah, if you if you look at any any topic, any group of individuals, social media anywhere, I think you see a lot of the same things. Um, we've got one. We've got one more fan question. So let's get let's get through that before we can get to not a great plan. This comes from Tyler Vance. Um, Tyler Vance says, "Dear Taylor and Mike, like David returning from Minsk, I come once forth from the icy cold of science." To warm my frostbitten hands, <laughs> uh, and uh, and to fire some movie talk. Uh, but I do not come empty-handed. I come with a warning. Oh! I recently watched a film at the TIFF Lightbox in Toronto called *Memoria*. It's about a woman who is haunted by a strange sound that she hears in the middle of the night. This flick has been slowly traveling around the independent cinemas across North America and possibly beyond, and is pretty inaccessible through any other means. It's actually, uh, it actually may be coming to the screening room in July for a brief time. Yes. Um, What, uh, with that in mind, uh, we come with my warning. I have, I, if you watched and enjoyed the weirdest things I have subjected screening in Kingston to, this is the film for you. It's slower than under the skin. It's weirder than enemy. It's less interested in things like plot or narrative than even what did Jack do. I give my wholehearted recommendation uh, to the desperate human beings out there who've heard the last sentence and got excited. I wonder if Nicole would give this one a chance and go see it. For the vast majority of humanity, including our two esteemed hosts, I have a very hard time imagining that Memoria will play well. Uh, I am ready to be and willing to be wrong, but in the interest of your collective sanity, I might suggest you looking elsewhere for your particular brands of entertainment. Um, This one very much under the influence of me sincerely tyler the outliner thanks so i haven't heard about this movie but you can confirm it's coming to the screening room
1: yeah yeah it's on their uh coming soon section when he said she's haunted by a sound already i'm like oh the soundscape's gonna be horrible
0: yeah that's gonna be an annoying (laughs) no
1: dialogue but like a a (laughs) foghorn The
0: whole movie. Yeah, yeah, just sort of looking around. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and I could just see Tyler Vance being like, oh, this is just, this speaks to me. So calming. Oh. I could just see, yeah, I could just see him be like, oh, I'm so enthralled by this. And I'm just like, <laughs> I, I have to feel like I'll be so annoyed. I don't know, Taylor, should we see this? I don't know. This would be uh, kind of
1: interesting. I'll check the runtime. If it's like three hours, no way. <laughs> yeah,
0: if, t- if it's a tight run time, then I would I, consider I, I it. Yeah, I, we'll I would see. be into it.
1: But thank you for the warning, Tyler. I appreciate yes, it. Yes,
0: we appreciate it. Oh, he's got to, I didn't even see this. It, P.S. I loved Loving Vincent. It was one of the animated films um, that I wanted to get to you to watch for the episode, but it got beat out by Waltz with Bashir. P.P.S., the phrase, his sample was doing a lot of heavy lifting in that last episode. That <laughs> <he> sounds crazy. <laughs> it's true.
1: Seriously. i didn't know how else to say it
0: yeah no that was a, that was a very good keep us on air way to say it yes. um uh, taylor <laughs> i think it's time that we bring back not a great plan uh shall we shall we kick off with the funky intro and and dive right into it
1: yeah let's go for it
0: let's do a head count here your brother the demigod a super soldier, living legend who kind of lives up to the legend. A man with breathtaking anger management issues, a couple of master assassins, and you, big fella, you've managed to piss off every single one of them. That was the plan. Not a great plan. That's right, it's not a great plan, where we take a look at headlines in current movie news and see what Tony Stark thinks of them. Here's our first headline.
1: Cult Hit, a simple favor, is getting a sequel.
0: Not a great plan. <sighs> Why?
1: Cult My, <laughs> Hit, really? I, I saved this one, and it's at the very top, because I knew we had to talk about it. This is what I was dying to read to you last week. So just... um, <laughs> this came from Nylon Magazine, um, which I think, if memory serves, used to be a music magazine, but I have no idea. But this is... The the articles have been, like, overwhelmingly, like, a simple favor, like, box, hot fi- box office smash, like, ev- we're so happy there's going to be a sequel, yada, yada, yada. And I thought, personally, I have not seen the movie, but based on Mike's review, I didn't think it did as well as apparently it did. Like, <laughs> apparently everyone was dying for the sequel. Except for you, uh,
0: Mike. Yeah, everyone I went... To to see the movie with actually like liked it or loved it, uh, and it, it honestly made me judge that group of people quite. Uh, but
1: like, did they harshly. love it enough for a sequel? Do you um, think?
0: I just thought see, I would say sick. I would say no. Like I would say they were more just kind of fascinated by quote unquote the original story, but right. even though it was like a tired old piece of garbage. Both. Uh, it like it made me feel dumb. Like, it made me feel stupid. Like, I I left the movie being like, I think I've lost a brain cell or two. That's what it felt like.
1: The author of this article was like, Anytime someone asks me to recommend a movie, this is the movie I recommend. (laughs) And um, both Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick will return.
0: It doesn't make any sense. If, but again, that movie, like, doesn't care about plots or making sense or strong characters. Um, That's
1: why I was shocked that um, they're going to be a sequel. Because I really thought it was, like, a one-off sort of, like, mystery thriller.
0: Yes. It it closest resembled those movies. Like, you know, there's a series of books, like... Gone girl and the girl on yeah. the train, you know. Right? Yeah. It most resembled that with a slight more comedic edge, but still like a dark comedy. Like, that's really what it was. It's like a dark comedy. Um, but it was really bad.
1: Well, it's getting a sequel, Mike.
0: We're not reviewing it. I don't care. Like, I'm, we're <laughs> not going to see. It. Like, I don't care. I'm not <laughs> reviewing that movie. I, I, it's, uh, no.
1: Never would I have thought it would be considered a quote-unquote cult hit. I guess, like, A, you gave it a horrible review. But, like, I remember when it was out, it wasn't like it was, um, I think it, like, did fine at the box office, yada, yada, whatever. Like, people seem to enjoy it. But, like, I have seen no writings about it since it came out. You know what I mean? Like, cults hits normally, like, on the internet or whatever. Like, you see people, like, listing it on, like, favorite movie uh, lists or whatever. You know what I mean? I have not even thought of a simple favor probably since, like, the last time we talked about it. Like, it's one of those movies that, like... Like, you know, you just kind of forget about it unless someone brings it up. So, I don't know. Like, to me, it's weird. It's described as a cult hit. But maybe there's, uh, I don't know, maybe there's lots of people who just love it, I I guess.
0: (laughs) I guess so. There must be. They wouldn't make a sequel unless they were sure. Yeah. They just wouldn't. All right. Give us another one.
1: Army Hammer and his family are the subject of a new ID and Discovery Plus special.
0: Not a great plan. His family? Yeah, so uh, the the Hammers,
1: the Hammers, I guess, Um, (laughs) they're like a very wealthy family. So that's one of the things that's, I guess, interesting about Army Hammer is that he comes from like an obscenely wealthy family and apparently um, they've always just been really dysfunctional. So the article says, the special, tentatively titled House of Hammer will walk viewers through the five generations of scandals within the Hammer lineage. According to Variety, the special utilizes a trove of archive and interviews from survivors and family members to investigate a dysfunctional dynasty with its male characters exhibiting all the devastating consequences of privilege gone wild.
0: Oh, so it's not. Sorry, I thought this was going to be like a Keeping Up with the Kardashians. No, this no, like it's a documentary. documentary. Like, like they're they're diving into. Okay, it's not like Army Hammer's not producing it. No, no, no. It's oh, like
1: okay, a, all right. It's like so. One of his relatives, I think, maybe like a cousin uh, or like an aunt, wrote an expose several years ago about their family, like ah. prior to Army Hammer making headlines for his issues and um you know kind of delving into the family history like she um she shares that she was abused by the family yada 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 um and so she's working as a a consultant and I think a producer on this documentary so um yeah I mean I'm (laughs) I'm certainly interested it's essentially saying from my understanding like you know, Army Hammer is not the first hammer to be a you know doing some bad things. So, I thought we got to include this headline. We haven't chatted definitely. A
0: while. I mean, well, you watch, watch that. You like for some, he, I think so because I I don't mind those types of like documentaries and dive into it. And I always take I always take documentaries not with a grain of salt, but like I always have a skeptical eye. of Like I know you're telling a story from a certain perspective. I just think that this is something I'd like to learn more about because it does seem from the things you've said and the things that I've read before, it does seem like this family does have this kind of pretty like wild and not very good past. So it's interesting to see if something like this coming out does help to be like, maybe like we should not be employing this person anymore. Like maybe it's just like For any of their family. Okay. Yeah. like maybe, <laughs> and, and I don't think that that's, Piling on or attacking someone, I think some people shouldn't be in positions of power. And when you have a lot of money, and when you're in Hollywood, you're in a position of power, and that gets abused. And it's clearly a major issue here. And maybe this can can do some good, or maybe this will open up some things. So yes, I just for some reason I got it in my head as you were describing it that this was like a thing they were well they do
1: they describe (laughs) it as a a special instead of a documentary yeah special that's a a little bit confusing. Um, for those who can't wait for this documentary, I'm not sure the release date, but uh, Vanity Fair, the magazine, wrote an expose, um, I think around the time of Army Hammer scandals, about the family. And I think in part this, this documentary is going to draw upon some of that research. Um, Vanity Fair is online. So if you cannot wait, um, you can read the, that article which I will probably do this afternoon. So Mike, I'm horrible. I'm not like one of those people who are like, oh, maybe this will do good to expose like the upper echelon of society. I am 100% there for just the salacious scandal. (laughs) I will fully admit um, I just want to. I just want to. You just want to
0: see what's going on. Yeah, I just want to see that dysfunctional
1: <laughs> dynasty in real time. So there you um, go.
0: Cool. Well, yeah. we'll we'll see what happens. We'll we'll review it for sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. Give us another one.
1: Stan Lee MCU cameos could return using CGI and old footage after New Deal. Not a great plan. Mike, have you heard about this at all?
0: No. That's scary. I'll
1: read a little bit um, for those who haven't been following this in the news. I think this broke maybe like two days ago. It's it's very new um, as of this week. The Hollywood Reporter has revealed a new deal between Marvel, Genius Brands International and POW Entertainment's joint venture, Stan Lee Universe, to license Lee's likeness in future films. TV productions, theme parks, and merchandise. Um, And quote, I'm not sure who, oh, this is a chairman of the board from Genius Brands says, um, quote, it really ensures that Stan, through digital technology and archival footage and other forms, will live in the most important venue, the Marvel movies and Disney theme parks.
0: (laughs) This is is not about... That it's about his family grabbing that money. That's oh, and,
1: what it's about. And the deal runs for 20 years.
0: Yeah, like this is not, they can say that all they want, but this is not about him and his legacy. Um, this is about the family cashing in on him and his legacy. And his family didn't treat him very well. So I think this is like,
1: well, didn't they? Pretty bad. One headline said that Stan Lee tried to sue Marvel, like before he yes. died.
0: Yes. Um, And I think that that's really, really bad. That's very, Um,
1: that's very indicative as to why this is not a good thing. If he is suing like the corporation that now has control over his image. I think it's so weird. And we've talked about this a little bit on the show before about, studios CGIing old actors after they've passed away. So it's
0: very, very strange. Like it's a very odd thing that we seem to be oddly okay with. <laughs> like it's like it's very weird to me.
1: So the, the article notes that it's unclear whether there's even the appetite for Stan Lee to return through CGI cameos. But it mm-hmm. certainly means he'll return through figures, clothes, and VR experiences, like cringe. I think, I think if the deceased person, um, well, A, this technology is so new. So like Mm -hmm. who, who would have even thought that this was a possibility? You know what I mean? Um, But like, I really think the individual that you're licensing (laughs) should have had some sort of consent prior to their death, right? right? Like,
0: yeah, yeah. Like have it be known on air now I give I give my consent for my likeness to be used after death. I want everyone to know that if anyone for whatever reason wants to to continue when I'm hologram dead, Mike Hologram Mike will host Screening in Kingston
1: using AI um, technology,
0: <laughs> yeah, just AI technology, which it's programmed to say simple favor, terrible new Star Trek sucks. <laughs> like, it's
1: lame, her
0: smell, her smell, and it's just like,
1: but it all is like it does. I don't know, like, it goes into sort of the morality and ethics of our technology and like media representation, which I think we're not there yet. Like, you know what I mean? Like we haven't had broad enough discussions about sort of the ethical ramifications of like licensing dead people's images that, and I mean, maybe maybe intellectual property lawyers have been talking about this because you think of like, you know, Marilyn Monroe, her image like is on t-shirts or like Bob Marley, like his face is on t-shirts, right? So like who has the right to license those things like it's so weird like this was in the news um because the kardashians went to court with china which is the mother uh, for people who don't follow the kardashians there's rob the brother he had a relationship with this woman named china black china sorry and they had a child so Hmm. black china took the kardashians to court because i don't know apparently they've ruined her career. I'm not sure the logistics, but the Kardashians are licensing the name of the baby. Like, (laughs) so like, I don't know, like that stuff is weird. Like, I don't, I don't, I, um, I, I don't, and I'll, I may be like, uh, conflating some of those facts, but essentially like anytime you're like trying to legally own, like, a name or an image and I mean, the original or... and the original person doesn't really have any, didn't have any consent to that. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I can't, it it's weird. like uncanny Valley where like you can't really put your finger on why it's weird, but it, it just, it just is. It yeah. makes me uncomfortable. Cause it's new,
0: right? Like we're, we're yeah. just trying to learn it. Yeah.
1: And I think oh, there, I think so there weird. is a difference from putting someone's face on a t-shirt, even though that's kind of borderline weird to like CGIing them into a movie. I think the CGI yeah. stuff is so crazy.
0: Yeah, 100 yeah. <laughs> percent I, I I don't like I it. <laughs> I definitely can <concur. laughs> Um we have time for another one. Let's get another okay. one in
1: there. Um the final Stranger Things episodes are movie length, the Deffer Brothers reveal.
0: Not a great plan. I mean, if it's really good, that could be interesting. The series is already pretty long. So I guess they're just elongating episodes at the end. That's like...
1: I was a little bit confused because season four is um, airing. It's going to be in two parts. Volume one will be May 27th and volume two will be um, July 1st. So that's season four. But apparently they've been renewed for season five. And season five is the final season oh, okay. so, so that was kind of the article was confusing to me because it sounds like season 4 uh or maybe they've already filmed season 5 but essentially um whatever season they're talking about in this article the finale is going to be over two hours long episode 7 and 9 are like movies and episode 9 is like a long movie and so they said um uh, where they say, okay, so um uh what could possibly be going on in the stranger, stranger things universe that requires so much airtime. And this is one of the brothers saying a lot of it had to do with the fact that we had characters spread out in three locations and we had a lot more plot. It must be quadrupled the plot we had in season three. That was our fun blockbuster season. This season, we knew that season five was going to be our last, we had to start, we had to start revealing a lot. So that's what stresses me out (laughs) is that um, the plot has gotten away from them.
0: Mm, Right? Like, it might be a little disjointed and all over the place. And yeah,
1: you know, like how um, Game of Thrones could sometimes feel that way when the plot is unraveling and then you have to like bring all the characters back together to like tie it up so yeah. i don't know like it's weird it's weird that they would admit that they're like we knew season five was going to be our last so now we really have to ramp up the plot like yeah, what did you not know where the story was going
0: yeah that's
1: that's why yeah. i think it's not a great plan
0: that's a great that it's is not a it's, great like that's just a great like point you're making because i didn't even think of it in that sense um because i trust what they're doing and they've done such a good job but you're right what what could that mean (laughs) it's it's the right. thing I'm thinking about it's not
1: so much like whatever like a two hour episode kind of weird but like whatever like fine like you said if it's good that's fine but the fact that they were like well season five is our last season and so we really need to start explaining things what you weren't explaining things the whole time (laughs) That's so that, weird. <laughs> I'm nervous. That,
0: that's, that, that that makes me very nervous. Yeah, you're right. Like, I Ooh. think
1: the plot has just gotten away from them.
0: Oh, I was so excited for season four. Um, but, I, I mean, maybe because they're elongating it, they're making it so they can do that. They're making it longer so they can fit anything that's not going to feel as all over the place. Because that's the thing about Game of Thrones. It felt kind of rushed at the end. Throwing everything together, I didn't think have enough time or whatever.
1: My guess is that season five will feel rushed. I think they yes. have spiral; they'll spiral out in season four, and then they'll have to scramble to tie up all those pieces in season five. That's my guess, based on the fact that go. they're like, "Oh no, we have quadrupled the plot." Why? Why do you have quadruple the plot?
0: Um, they wrote we got end it there.
1: They wrote themselves <laughs> into a corner.
0: It. Yes. Uh, we'll end we'll end on your comments there, Taylor. Um, this is great. I'm glad not a great plan is back. I can't wait to to do this uh, as much as we can. We'll bring this back. So save some other headlines uh, for us for the next weeks. So and thank you everybody for listening this week.
1: Go see some movies.